Do you want more time? Do you want more money? Do you want more success? Do you want to really start turning your business into a legacy that you could look back on one day and say, wow, that was pretty cool? Well, tune in for the next 10 minutes to Irene Gutman and Tom Ose's podcast, Work Smarter, Not Harder. Here's our hosts now. Hey, Tom. Party people. <laughs> What's going on? I'm going to a girls' night tonight, and this is oh so much God. fun. No, it's not like that. It's just girls laughing together. And um, so, how was I wrong? Because it's not like, oh, let's call boys and make fudge. And no, 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 no. I don't mean like that. I'm just like, you know, I mean, I- I'm imagining, you know, and I say things out of turn, but I'm imagining like if everybody's <laughs> hanging out, they're not going to be like, oh, 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 oh. No, we just you get know, really like, stupid. We get really stupid and it's hysterical. Really? Let's face it. Women have lovely voices. They do. Guys have these graspy ah, voices. It's no good. You know what's really bad? It. You know, when we were on the radio together all those years, I started noticing voices. And a lot of women have very high voices. And right. they're, they're less pleasant to listen to than a deeper voice. So Karen Carpenter had this gorgeous singing voice. She had a beautiful, deep, alto voice. And yeah. um, yes, I trained myself when I was young. Um, when I was nervous, my voice would get very high. I trained myself to the voice I have right now. Right. Because people weren't taking me seriously because I, I looked like I was about 15. I was in my 20s. I looked like I was about 15. I was working in the social work field doing very serious work, sometimes life and death crisis intervention. I needed right. people to take me seriously. So I cultivated a deeper voice. And that's how that's I spoke the rest of my life. Yes. And when I need to speak with authority, I go a little deeper. <laughs> Very interesting. You know, we actually, we've never talked about this on the air or off the air, but we, we share a common insecurity. We do? Why? I, ha- I am very insecure about my voice. Very insecure. Why? You have like the perfect pitch of voice. For what, what are you talking about? I don't know. I hear some of the podcasts that I'm doing with you and with others and everything like that. And don't get me wrong. I don't care. I'm still going to be talking on the podcast right. and I enjoy it. I really do. But in the back of my mind, it just remember it reminds me of like when I was, you know, the twelve year old with the squeaky voice, and you know, let's just say I wasn't on the top of my class on the uh, social totem pole. So you know, every little bit helps. You know, I was always kind of like looked down on and stuff like that. But on the flip side, yeah, that's part of what what drives me. I would certainly say, you know, just from a completely physical standpoint, you know, feeling good, looking good, being good. Uh, in my mind, those are the top three. Right. That's what I aim toward. And certainly, you know, it builds character. Yeah. And the most important, I, I think the most interesting people were not um, the cookie cutter kids. In fact, I find people like that sometimes boring. Um, I like the people who kind of had to overcome stuff. But let me go back to your voice. When anybody listens to themselves recorded, it always right. sounds higher pitched. I call it the Mickey Mouse effect. At first. So if you want to hear what you actually sound like, you need to listen to a recording two or three times. Because when uh-huh. I was on the radio with you at the beginning, no, I, I started by myself. I thought I had this squeaky voice. And then I, and people said, oh, you have such a squeaky voice. And I was like, how is that possible? I sound like and then you listen to it a couple times, two or three times. And then you 
can actually hear what other people are hearing. So interesting. That's, that's your challenge for because you have a deep voice, and it's that's really good for the air. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And you got a great voice for the air. Like every time that I talk with my friends and colleagues, and they're like, "Yeah, she's got the perfect voice for doing podcasting." Oh my so. god, I have a story about that, but I'm not telling it on the air. So <laughs> later. No, you will next time, but no. So what are we talking about today? <laughs> um, I want to talk about how to empower your employees. Um, so when you want to leverage your company, you're going to mm-hmm. go higher up and you're going to be less granular and you're going to hire people for key, key positions in your company. Okay. Right. And you can't do that if you don't trust them. And you can't do that if they're not holding to your standard of work because it's going to ruin the reputation of the company. So, so true. So I have helped my clients to, um, hire people and train them in such a way that they can let go. Um, not completely, but they can let go. And here's something that someone said. Now, you know, when someone speaks with authority, you kind of think, oh, that makes sense. And you have to really stop and think about the words they're saying. So yes, absolutely. Really smart guy, really accomplished client, a lot of respect for him. And um, when it came to uh, delegating authority, he goes, I teach something once. If the person doesn't get it, they're never going to get it. And I Mm -hmm. paused for a second because it's one of those like cliche things. And then I said, wait a second. No, 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 absolutely not. It's your job to train that person. And if they don't get it, it's your job to work with them until they get it. And you don't have to let go of the reins 100%. You work first, you do whatever you want them to do, and they watch you. And then you do it together. And then they do it and you kind of stay by the, their side and offer advice or they, and they can ask you questions and then they do it independently, but they can call you if they have a question and then they do it on their own and you just check up on them, you know, enough so that you have confidence. Yeah. I got to tell you, when I started doing this with my clients and they started taking this on, it freed them up so much because their people were really good. Your people are really good. You have to let go and give them some space to do their job, some space to make to make recommendations, let them own their part of the, you know, of the whole organization. Right. Empower them. Now, I, I agree with you as long as the people that you empower have clear guidelines on what is expected. Exactly. Well, if you do it that way, step by step. They should know exactly what success looks like. And when they you give an evaluation, <laughs> when you, let's say you give them an evaluation and you want to say, hey, you're doing this really well. I'd like you to work a little bit on this, but really happy, really appreciate you here. This is what your increase is going to be. And if you want to go to the next level, this is what you need to master to get to the next level. So they know what they're working towards. Yeah. But it's not like politics. It's not... Um, I think the boss wants this. I think the boss wants that. Because ultimately, one of the driving forces of humanity, and I really did not like this, but I've one of the driving forces in almost everything we do is to look good and avoid bad. To look good. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you say it again, Irene. That drive is to look good. And avoid looking bad. Almost everything we do has it underneath it. And if you think you're you're not being run by that dynamic, look deeper hmm. into some of the things you did yesterday or today. 
Um, so- That's very interesting. Given that the beginning of this podcast, we were talking about voices and I said that, you know, my voice, I, you know, back in grammar school and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, but I think that part of that gave me a drive. Exactly. So it's a drive to look good, be good, feel good, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's just part of being a human being. I don't like it, but it's true. So anyway, your our employees, they want to look good. They want to be good. They want to be proud of themselves. They want to feel like they're doing something important and they want to know that you see and you acknowledge them doing something important. The money is important, but when people quit their jobs, um, mm-hmm. A lot of the time it's because they don't feel appreciated or they don't feel successful and they don't know what to do to get there. Oh, and I have a horror story about that. Not me personally, but I have, let's say, a friend uh, from uh, years past, good person, that she was working over at a plumbing uh, a plumbing company. Um, and again, I never name names, but this is what happens behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen. But, um, you know, this owner of a plumbing company, toxic toxic work environment and i'll cite an example of that she told me after work one day she said she was getting you know you know younger and everything like that but she basically went to get uh lunch for the owner right okay she comes back in and you know little little mistake she got out of the car but she was so uh, worried about what was going on that she forgot to put the car in park Oh my gosh. Oh my God. So she gets out of the car. All of a sudden the car is rolling toward her. She freaks out. She gets out of the way and the car hits the wall. Now it's a concrete wall. I've seen the wall. It's made out of concrete. There's no effing way that that car did any damage except maybe minor paint. Okay. Right. In contrast, the person in question could have died. Right. Okay. So she's in tears. She goes upstairs. She's like, I, you know, this happened and everything like that. And he gets up. He walks downstairs and he goes, you ruined my wall. Oh, gosh. No, no, no. And you know what? Honestly, he wasn't kidding either. He wasn't kidding at all. As a matter of fact, one time she walked in the office. He like, goes, wow. what do you think $1,000 means to you? She goes, oh, you know, it's a nice amount of money. He goes, it's more than I make than you in a day. Like that. Yeah, we have to do a whole podcast toxic toxic work environments because a lot of people are suffering in a toxic work environment. In fact, that's what drives a lot of people to become entrepreneurs. Um, but yeah, so I, I wanted to say one more thing. I just want to circle back. Yeah, good. My clients who have built strong teams and been open with respect, diversity, empowerment of their people, they end up working a lot less. And I they shouldn't work a lot less because you should always be involved in your company. I think some yeah. take too far, you know, like doesn't mean you can go on a, a million vacations, but they end up working less and they relax because their company becomes a well-run machine. And yes. I really admire, I know I said this last episode, but I really admire the way you honed your team. You picked good people. You empowered your people. You Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. And, you know, you didn't micromanage. That's a, one thing that's very important micromanage their employees. But I think you don't have to micromanage. And then you do your own thing. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I used to micromanage. I, I, I used to micromanage because I was so afraid that something would go wrong. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm not going to, I'm actually not going to say that any sort of micromanagement is incorrect because sometimes, especially in my opinion, at the beginning of the company, the very, very beginning, it's important to, let's say, look at the details that could possibly take the company in the wrong direction and probably a little more so than, than the employees or 1099s that are hired. So, you know, there's a certain degree of, but you can measure it out and fast track your work with checks and balances, such as the five standards that we talked about in the last podcast. Right. That's not micromanaging. That's giving people the independence to um, have accountability for themselves. That's not you looking over them saying, did you do this? Did you do that? Did you do this? No, but when they do, when they do not perform the five standards, that's when the micromanagement starts. Well, that's fair. That's very fair. Right? Yeah. Well, a chance to be autonomous and to be part of, and to work as part of a team. And mm-hmm. um, when they're not doing that, then you do have to step in. And I do believe people should always keep an eye on their money. Even if you hire somebody and you delegate that position, your bookkeeper, your finance person, you should always keep an eye on that because yeah, as much as we can trust people, sometimes people are not you know so scrupulous or they get into desperate situations. They do things that um, they wouldn't normally do. So I do think that that's not something you let go of completely, you know? No, um, I agree with you there. Yeah, so, and I'm not saying you have to be paranoid, but you do have to keep, your, it's your responsibility to keep an eye on No, it. yeah, there's there's a difference, you know, there's a little joke, like, you know, all entrepreneurs need to have a little tiny, healthy sense of paranoia. It's basically watching your ass, uh, which is good, which is good. You know, you gotta, you know, <laughs> your ass to, quote, to quote an author that said, um, take care of the, of the downside and the upside will take care of itself. Yeah. You know? So, and you just try to minimize the downside as much as possible over the years. So if you're the kind of entrepreneur, I know we're going a little over 10 minutes. So I want to just underline. No, no, that's okay. By the way, uh, to all those listening out there in Spotify, Apple podcast and Google podcasts land. Oh, and, um, and also breaker. We just added breaker as another podcast platform. Um, check out the previous episodes that talk about this a little bit more, but Irene, keep going. I forgot. (laughs) 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 I got it. All right. So let's not send this podcast to the the seven figures. Yes. Okay. I got it back. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. If you're an entrepreneur and you haven't taken a vacation in a long time and you're like, you don't have that freedom and you go to bed at night and your mind is spinning with a million details and every part of your company, everybody has to come and ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Really, really need to talk about building a, a strong team so that you get some balance in your life. It can happen. I've seen it happen. My clients have done that. I'll give you a complimentary session to, we'll, we'll, we'll draw it all out. Um, it won't happen overnight, but it will happen. So if you're, those are your symptoms of when you know you kind of need to leverage more, build a team and let go a little bit, um, but not, like I said, not all at once. So if that's you, I want you to know it can be different. Think about this for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine spending just a few hours with Irene and increasing the productivity of your company by 20 or 30% in a given year. What does that mean to your bottom line? 
You can find out if you contact Irene today at 845-729-5173. You could visit her on the web at irenegutman.com. And by the way, don't forget, this podcast is free. If you go to worksmartny.com, get a copy of each of our books. Irene's is better than mine, in all honesty. Mine's called How to Program Your Life. Irene's is Don't Believe a Word You Say. You could get copies of those two books to help you help you build more business success right now. Go to worksmartny.com and sign up for the podcast and the entire series. And look forward to a webinar coming up in late May, early June, where we're going to show you in person how to grow your business exponentially over the years. That's all for now. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Irene, have a great weekend. Thanks, Tom. Bye, everybody. Bye.